Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks. <laughs> it's starting to get colder where I live, and I notice that every year it makes me want to really turn inward. Uh, if you listen to the episodes about chakras and the seasons, that won't surprise you at all. Plus, I think it's just easier to uh, bundle up and stay home. And while I do enjoy this, I also know that this is the time of year when my mental and emotional health starts to take a hit. Because in addition to turning inward, I can lose my motivation, despite my best intentions, to do all my practices that help keep me healthy. I don't know if you experience that. Actually, I, you know, I think everyone does, but it isn't always related to the weather like it is for me. So I guess my point is, here is your gentle reminder and my gentle reminder to myself that we need to keep doing our practices, whether that's meditation, yoga, taking walks, connecting with nature, drinking more water, whatever it is, we need to stay with it if we want to be healthy and peaceful. Neglecting ourselves, even in a busy holiday season when it, it feels like self-care is the last thing we have time for, neglecting ourselves is not going to do us any favors and will make it harder for us to be who we want to be. Okay, uh, so maybe that was more for me than it was for you, but I bet I'm not the only one who's experiencing or has experienced that. Today, I'm doing something a little different on the show. A few weeks ago, I was guest on an amazing radio show called Postcards to the Universe with Melissa Caprio, and she was kind enough to share the recording with me. It's it's much too long to play here, so I've edited together some bits of the first part where we talk about the root, sacral, solar plexus, and heart chakras, and how they affect our day-to-day -day lives, our physical and emotional well-being, how they play a part in the manifesting and creation process, and also why imbalances can appear. I will put the link to the full episode of her show in the show notes so that you can listen to the whole thing. Melissa is a curious, kind person, and she really opens up space to share important ideas on all her episodes. So I, I really do encourage you to head over to her show and not just listen to my appearance, but to any of the others that interest you. I, you won't be disappointed, I promise. Uh, we'll get back to regular episodes next week, but I wanted to share with this with you because uh, I think you might enjoy it. And please remember to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you listen. It helps others find the show. It, it gives it credibility. And also, you know, you'll never miss an episode if you're subscribed to it. So follow, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, hopefully it's a small ask of you that will bring big results to bring others into the world of chakras and energy and contribute to a world that we can all thrive in. Okay, here's an excerpt from my conversation with Melissa Caprio on Postcards to the Universe. Enjoy! 
Welcome, Sarah. Thanks so much for coming with me, to be here with me today. Thank you for having me, Melissa. I appreciate you so much. I'm so excited. Like I said, I wanted to learn, I, I want to learn more about the chakras. So what was the spark that got you interested? Sarah and I were talking just for a few minutes before we came onto the show. And she said, I'm not an expert. I'm still a student. I'm always learning about these ancient, you know, these ancient, uh, what would you call them? Ancient what? Uh, ancient philosophies, ancient techniques, ancient uh, practices. Okay, yeah, that are, that's a good word. Those are good words. So what, what like sparked your interest? So when I was 19, I went to a theater conference of all things. And I really honestly don't remember why, but my friend and I wandered into this room um, where there was a seminar going on about using the chakra system to develop characters. Remember, it was a theater conference, so we were learning to be actors. And mm. I was like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. So right. we, went in, we, sat, <laughs> we sat down, I think we sat down on the floor, I don't know. Um, and we just started listening to this woman discuss the seven main uh, energy centers that we call the chakras that are the ones that you know of and have seen the like rainbow pictures of. Mm-hmm. And as I was listening to her, I felt something just really deep inside me that just felt like, oh, I am listening to something true that is important. And Mm. I think when people find certain practices, and it doesn't have to be the chakras, it could be anything. You find something that really sits in your soul, and that was it for me. Now, that was a long time ago, because again, like I said, I was 19. You couldn't mm-hmm. just, like, hop on the Internet and go look it all up. There weren't even podcasts then, Melissa. That's how long I've been looking yeah. at this. But, <laughs> right. So I had to go to a bookstore mm-hmm. and buy an actual book. But it really just sparked my interest in learning more about this. I had absolutely no background in this. I came from a family where we didn't discuss that kinds of things. Yoga was considered... Like the devil's handiwork. So, you know, wow, yeah. I really was mm-hmm. not coming at this from a place of any knowledge. And it actually was sort of a rebellious move on my part to start learning about something like this. But that sparked my interest. And I have continued to learn for all these decades. Um, there's always more to learn. Uh, there's always text to study. There's always... Mm. Uh, new interpretations to discover. There's always new practical applications. So that was sort of my spark. But the system itself and how complicated and unique yet so practical it is continues to spark my interest in learning every Mm -hmm. single day. Yeah. No, exactly. Right. I mean, when you, when you find something that really excites you, right, you know, you just want to learn everything about it. So most of the people that listen to my show, I'm just going to make an assumption, but just I can kind of tell, already are familiar with chakras. They've heard about chakras, but they might not really know what they are and what they do and how they correlate with our bodies. So why don't you give us um, a description of what they are? What are the chakras? What do they do? Yeah, absolutely. So the chakras are energy centers. You can, the Sanskrit word translates to wheel or disc. Um, and so you can think of them as little energy centers in your body. Think of them as the place where 
um, the veil between the physical and the emotional and the mental and the spiritual is a little bit thinner. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. Totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's just a place where, um, where those, the, the crossover is a little mm. bit easier. Now okay. in the varying philosophies, there are, so I think a lot of people are familiar with the seven main ones that go up your spinal column. Um, mm-hmm. but there are varying philosophies that say we have, um, maybe 12, maybe 15, maybe 70,000 chakras wow. in the body because they're places where um, our nervous system comes together and it's a transfer of energy and information between mm-hmm. the energetic body and the physical body. Okay. So when we study the seven main chakras, what we're looking at is, um, so each of them has organs and physical structures that it governs or is responsible for. Um, and then each of them, particularly in a lot of Western chakra philosophies, uh, blending of the Eastern and Western philosophies, there's a psychological component. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the chakras each uh, having responsibility for certain ages and developmental stages as we grow. So okay. the, the, the chakras have a very broad application, but in a lot of ways it's just what's happening in your body, what's happening in your spirit, what's happening in your mind um, at mm-hmm. various points in your body, at those nervous centers, um, at that, at the various places where your where your body is connecting to your spirit. Okay, so why don't you give us what are the seven chakras? Let's just yeah, we'll stick with. I mean, that's really fascinating. I've never heard the theories that there may be more chakras, but it makes sense to me, right? As we're discovering yeah. more things and as we're getting more and more people are opening up to the fact that energy that you can start to measure energy, right? We know about vibrations and all that stuff, so it makes it makes a lot of sense. But what are the seven chakras for those yeah. of us? And then and then what do they correlate with? in our body because they're in a certain, in our energetic body, you know, they correlate with different organs and, and, and everything that's, right. that's going on. So yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you, the, <laughs> the expert, <laughs> the expert slash student, let us the know. Student, yes. <laughs> um, so typically when we think of the seven, we start at the base of the spine with the mm-hmm. root chakra. Um, okay. If you're looking at one of those pictures of somebody seated peacefully in Lotus, it's typically mm-hmm. uh, drawn as a red circle. Right. Uh, the root chakra is associated with the dense structures of our body. Earth okay. is the element of that chakra. It's a lot of responsibility for your legs, your feet. Mm-hmm. And so psychologically, it's responsible for your sense of safety and security. Right. Uh, your authentic self is housed, right? The person that you are. Uh, that doesn't change based on life circumstances, um, that sort of deepest self. And the, each of the seven main chakras has a fundamental right. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. right, the human right of the root chakra is your right to be, to take up okay. space on the planet, to be who you are in the world and to understand that your value as a human never changes based on what happens to you or around you or what you do. That just your very presence on the planet housing your root chakra is valuable and 100% worthy. So then we move up um, to the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is located kind of right between your hip bones, um, the low back, 
mm-hmm. right where your reproductive organs are. So it's not terribly surprising that that's the organs that the sacral chakra is responsible mm-hmm. for. Um, the uterus, uh, the ovaries in women, testes in men, a lot of emotional components live sure. in the sacral chakra, right? That a lot of hormonal things living down there. And that is where we have our sense of relationships, right? As we're mm-hmm. growing up, we start to um, build our relationships. We start to understand that we are, uh, that we have engagement with other people outside of us, right? Newborns don't have any sense of that. There's no sense of self. So as we work into the sacral chakra, it's a lot about our relationships how we see ourselves, how do we define ourselves according to our relationships? You know, is is your entire identity wrapped up in being a wife, a girlfriend, a mother, a friend? You know, mm-hmm. that's sort of where all of that starts to come into play. And the fundamental right of the sacral chakra is to feel. You right. have the right to feel the broad range of human emotions. Um, this one I see a lot of imbalances in because we're told so often, right? Like, mm-hmm. stop being so dramatic. So, yo, you're right. too sensitive. Or, like, yeah. that feeling is unbecoming for a lady. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, men shouldn't have a soft side, right? There's a lot of this cultural yeah. stuff that gets put onto our sacral chakras. And so then we start to move up. And then we go to the solar plexus chakra. The solar plexus chakra is kind of, um, it's not exactly where your stomach is, but... Mm-hmm. It's that spot sort of between where your rib cage starts to separate your solar plexus. There's a solar plexus nerve system there. Um, but the solar plexus is responsible for stomach, uh, intestines, digestion. Uh, it's also responsible uh, for the adrenal glands that sit on top of your kidneys. So this is a, uh, an energy center, a chakra, where a lot of our stress is felt. We have um, IBS, leaky gut syndrome, all of these physical problems that come from an imbalanced solar plexus chakra. Uh, and the right in this chakra is the right to act on your own behalf, to work towards your highest good, to not subvert your own needs, right? You can see how it's starting to build. Like if you started mm-hmm. to subvert your authentic self, you started to subvert your own feelings. Now you're subverting your, uh, your right to act towards mm-hmm. your highest good to create the life you crave. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. that's we start to have problems there because we we're imbalanced and we're not working on our own behalf. Uh, whether that's because we think that's selfish or because we think mm-hmm. we're not worthy, right? That's where all those imbalances tend to come from. Um, stress is a major disruptor of the solar plexus chakra. Uh, yeah. We get into a kind of fight or flight mode. I'm sure that you and your listeners have have heard of that, and so we start to have. Um, problems with our will and our individuation and our understanding of who we are at our core outside of how we define ourselves by our relationships. And that's sort of the, the will and the ego are a little bit housed in the solar plexus. And when I say will and ego, I don't mean in any sort of um, selfish way. I just mean that part of our development as human beings is discovering who we are. Number four uh, the heart chakra. Now, unsurprisingly, that one sits right at your heart, sort of right in your the middle of your chest. You'll see it represented as green a lot of times in, in pictures. And physically, 
the heart chakra is responsible for the heart, the lungs, your shoulders, your arms. And I mention that because a lot of people have pain in shoulders. They have uh, difficulty mm-hmm. breathing. They have constriction in the chest. And those are a lot of physical symptoms that can come yeah. from an imbalanced heart chakra, an imbalanced heart center. Um, the right in the heart chakra is, I think, always unsurprisingly, the right is to love. You will have the right to love. Right. The thing people forget a lot is that that also houses your right to be loved. Yeah. It's a two-way street, right, of the mm-hmm. seven chakras. The heart chakra sits right in the middle. It's right between your three lower that we talked about, the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, which are your sort of earthly, taking care right. of day-to-day business chakras, and your more more spiritual, more more thoughtful, more mental and uh, uh, astral chakras, mm-hmm. perhaps. And so it's a balance up and down. But the heart chakra also balances your internal experience with your mm-hmm. external experience. And so many people in the world, probably a lot of your listeners, spend a lot of their lives giving love and giving love and giving love, but mm-hmm. have so much trouble receiving it back. Um, and I don't know about you, but I find that, one of the difficulties people have with, with manifesting, with creating, mm-hmm. is that they're, they're, they're more than happy to push energy out. But when it's time for the universe to give back to them, they have a, yeah. a wall around their yeah. heart. It's really interesting listening to you build one on top of the other. So I hope you guys listening are seeing how she's, the way she's describing it, how it builds from the root chakra, right? And everyone on top builds on, on itself. It's So I'm totally grasping how... And I'm also seeing how that could affect you in physical manifestations of an illness or a dis-ease in your body with whatever you're going through. Mm, Thank you, Sarah. It was such a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. And guys, yeah, please check her out. It's really interesting stuff. Okay, everybody. As always, I'm thanking you for listening to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, creating the life you crave, and I'm wishing everyone a wonderful week filled with joy, abundance, and love. Peace.